Hey, this is Kevin Weatherby at Save the Cowboy. I want you to tow that stirrup, throw a leg over the candle, take a deep seat, and pull your hat down tight. I ain't gonna tolerate no whining or griping, so let's all strike a long trot down that narrow trail and learn how to ride with God. Come on! What you waiting on? Let's go. Those that are on the radio can't see me, but I did have a surgery on on Thursday. It was an old injury. I didn't I didn't do anything. Uh to my wife, she didn't have to get on me or nothing like that. Uh, I had a labral tear, which I told the doctor, I said, well, if I'd have known I had a labral, I would have taken better care of it. And he's like, labrum. I was like, whatever. So anyway, it was tore in half, and they had to stitch it back together and then take uh, three uh, wood screws and drill it back into my arm and, and all of that. So didn't been doing really good with it. It is it, no, no big deal. Uh, pain wise because they they had me on the good stuff if y'all needed something you missed your chance because i was real happy for a day or two and uh then then the happiness faded because then that stuff started making me puke and when i throw up the space-time continuum rips in half and you want to see the definition of a ball baby it's when i throw up that's why i was never that big of a drinker because i couldn't stand throwing up so anyway, uh, everything was good. I, I've been sleeping good, and so uh, my wife kept telling me that I needed to find somebody to fill in, so I was going to call Gerald at 6.30 this morning and have him fill in for me, but I didn't do it to him. <laughs> Ty's at, a roping, at the roping finals, and Abe's helping a cowboy get off the mountain today before the, get his cows off the mountain before the snow flies. And, you know, everybody's busy, and it's just one of those times. But I, I got up at 5.45 this morning, and I kind of had a, uh, an idea of what I was going to preach on, and uh, got in there, and, and I've been wearing this big Carhartt pullover, you know, that just kind of pulls over everything, because I'm supposed to not move my arm for 30 days, and I lasted like 12 hours before I started getting in trouble. And so I got in there this morning, and I was sitting on the old toilet, just sitting on it, and... Uh, because that, that pain medication makes the other stuff just not happen. You know what I mean? So that's just more information than y'all wanted to know, but I just thought I'd let you know anyway. And so anyway, trying to, trying to thread a denim shirt onto a shoulder that you're not supposed to move it. I started at 545, and at 6.28, I had my undershirt on. And I was sitting there, and I'm kind of, I was praying like, God, I can do this because, you know, like cowboys can do anything, right? We don't need no stinking help. We can do it. We can do it and like get it on and, and try to buckle everything up. And then this 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 thing is hanging down over there. So I've got it like this and I'm trying to flip it up over my shoulder. And anyway, I was like, oh gosh, I gotta get started on my sermon or I'm not gonna be prepared. And and I already kind of had the outline of it done. So I went in there and I opened up my computer. And, and then I remembered what I was going to preach on. Here's the definition of irony. The definition of irony is getting up early to prepare a sermon on the sin of not asking for help and trying to button your pants with your left hand. Actually, buttoning my pants wasn't as hard as trying to get my shirt tucked in because I'd push down and everything would fall down. I'd pick everything up and everything would come up, and we did that for about 30 minutes. So, anyway, after I got done, I was all hot and sweaty. How many times 
are there things in our life that we pat ourselves on the back about? And, 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 and cowboys are known for three things, and they kind of take pride in these three things, but in, in the end, it doesn't help us, it, it hurts us. You know, Jesus, after He was baptized, He was led by the Spirit into the wilderness where He fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. And then the old devil come in and started tempting Jesus. And in Matthew chapter 4, it talks about the temptation of Jesus. And in verse 3, it says, during that time. Now, you have to understand, man, Jesus ain't had nothing to eat in 40 days. Man, he's powerful hungry, right? And the devil waits for us to get way, way down. And then he starts coming and he starts tempting us. And he did the same thing with Jesus. And he says, during that time, the devil came and said to him, if you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus told him, no, the Scriptures say people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. Think about that for a second. You know, if you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. Now, Jesus was hungry, right? The devil always knows just what we're hankering for. And he'll come in, and he'll use that thing against us. But Jesus says, no, people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. And one of the things that cowboys really, really are tempted with every single day is being independent. No, I don't need no help. I can do it by myself. You don't know how many times that, that uh, uh, if you're married to a cowboy, a wife has said, why don't you ask somebody for help? I can do it. I can do it. I don't need no help. I don't need no stinking help. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. But you know what? The Bible says that we're not meant to do it alone. We're not meant to do things alone because what the devil was tempting Jesus is he's like, you know what? God doesn't know what you're going through, so you need to take matters into your own hands. You've got the power to turn these stones into bread. You know it and I know it. But why don't you take matters into your own hands and do it by yourself? And Jesus says, no. Man does not live on bread alone but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. What are some ways that we, in this culture, and it ain't got to be cowboys, it's you cowboy girls too, okay? It's y'all too, and then and, and there's a difference in cowgirls and cowboy girls, okay? Cowboy girls can do anything a cowboy can do, right? And so most of everybody in here is cowboy girl. And we think that we can do everything on our own. But there's a lot of things that we can't do, and the three main things that we need to know that you cannot do on your own. The very first thing is we can't be right with God on our own. You cannot be right with God based upon what you do. This is one of those things that I don't care how big and bad you think you are, or how good you are, or how many times you read the Bible you are, or whatever, whatever, whatever. You can't be right with God by yourself. Why? Because in 2 Corinthians 5.21, Paul tells us, For God made Christ who had never sinned to be the offering for our sin so that we could be made right with God through Christ. You can't be right with God without Jesus Christ. You can't be good enough. You can't read the Bible enough. You can't pray enough. You, you, you can't do anything enough. You cannot be right with God without Jesus. And too many times I think that we... We often try to sidestep that, maybe not on purpose, but we're like, oh man, I know, I know God's, God's favor is with me because I'm doing this, or I'm doing that, or I'm doing this, or I'm doing that. Man, you can't do anything 
except believe the only thing that makes you right with God is faith in Jesus Christ. You can't do it on your own. You can't be good enough. You can't read enough. You, you know, you, you can't serve enough soup. You, you, can't, you can't neighbor enough. You can't do it by yourself. You are also powerless over the devil on your own. Because, see, I, if you're like me, and, and I think a lot of you are, man, there's been some hard times happening, and you've been doing this on your own. You hadn't asked nobody for help. You've been thinking that everything would get better on its own. And, and, and so on and so forth and so on and so forth. And then when you get way, way down, then that old devil comes in and he starts tempting you to maybe start doing things on your own. Well, you've been praying about that, but nothing happens. And why don't you just do this on your own? Well, yeah, you're right. Man, we start stepping away from God when we do things on our own. We were not meant to do this thing called Christianity was never meant to do it on our own. One of the three greatest cowboy temptations there are is to be independent, and we're not supposed to be independent. We're supposed to need Jesus. That's why we need a Savior. You know, most people, they don't even understand that they need a Savior because if you ask people, are you good? Well, I, you know, usually they're a good in comparison to somebody else. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, I know I ain't perfect, but I'm better than so-and-so. Well, just being better than so-and-so don't make you right with God. The only way to be made right with God it's through the blood of Christ that was shed in our faith that He is our Savior. Jesus, time and time again, said, you can't be good enough. He said, there's only one that's good, and that's God. You've got to rely on Him. You can't do this on your own. We're tempted all the time not to show weakness. And, and, and that's, 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 the, that's the part of it, is that we think that we're showing weakness by asking for help, but really, we're showing the ultimate weakness by trying to do it on our own. And you will fail every single time you try to do it on your own. For God made Christ who never sinned to be the offering for our sins so that we could be made right with God through Christ. You need Jesus. You can't do anything independent from Him. You've got to be tight with Him, and the only way to be tight with God is through a relationship with Jesus Christ. Which brings us to the second thing that people try to do on their own. You ain't going to figure this thing out, this thing called Christianity, following God, riding for the brand, whatever whatever uh, little saying works for you because it all means the same thing. You know, back in the, in the early days, they were, we wasn't called Christians. It was called the way. You'll never be able to ride on the way or, or ride for God, ride for the brand, whatever you want to say. You ain't going to be able to figure this out on your own. And if you think you are, man, you are, you are deceiving yourself. You can't do this on your own. So, so who, who, do we need? who do we need help from? In Romans 8.14, Paul says, For all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Man, if the Holy Spirit's not leading you, you ain't following God because you can't follow God apart from the Holy Spirit. But how many times... Have you started your day off with this? God, I just asked the Holy Spirit to lead and guide me today. We leave that part out. We want to try to figure it out as a pastor. All the time I get asked this question. Well, I just don't know what God wants me to do. Well, what He wants you to do is follow Him. And the only way you can follow Him is through the Holy Spirit. And here's the thing about being led by the Holy Spirit. 
Man, the first place he's going to lead you out of, I'm just telling you the truth, cowboys and cowboy girls, is this right here. He going The first place he's going to lead you is out of your comfort zone. He's going to ask you to step out of, of the things that you have made because, man, we, we like, you know, my wiener dog, when he gets up on the furniture, because I let him, because he's a cool little wiener dog, first thing he'll do is get his old blanket, and he'll just turn in circles, right? Get it all patted down just right, and then he'll go the other way and pat it down. Well, that's what you've done with your life, too. Now I'm dizzy. That was dumb. If I fall out, somebody, some cute one give me mouth to mouth, not you, Rick. Kevin, your job's keep Rick from touching me. What was I saying? Anyway, uh, here, here's the deal. We, we make ourselves a little comfort zone, don't we? And we just stay right there. We're like, oh, man, everything's padded down. Everything's just right. But if you're following God, He's going to call you out of that comfort zone. He's going to ask you to say something that, that you normally wouldn't say. You know, a lot of times people say all the time, well, I'll pray for you. Well, they say, will you pray for me? Or we tell them, I'll pray for you. But why don't you pray right then? Say, can I pray for you right quick? right here in the middle of the road or in line at the school or at your work or something, pray for them right then. That is out of your comfort zone. I guarantee you it's out of 99% of our comfort zone is to pray for somebody right then. Don't tell somebody you'll pray for them. Tell them I'm going to pray for you right now. He's going to ask you to say things that's out of your comfort zone. He's going to ask you to be something that's out of your comfort zone. He's going to ask you to give up on, on the ways that you've been doing your life and He's going to call you to something greater, to be something greater. But you can't be this something greater while you are in your comfort zone. And the only person that can lead you out of your comfort zone is the Holy Spirit. And He ain't going to yell and scream. I wish sometimes He'd pull out the long yellow hot shot and just give us a, give us a good and on the left and on the right. You know what I mean. But He don't do it. He's just going to talk real nice to you and He's going to say, Hey man. Come on, do this. Uh-uh. I'll follow you, God, as long as it's right here in my little comfort zone. As long as everybody thinks I'm still cool and, and all of that. Will you step beyond cool? Will you step beyond strong? Will you step beyond who you can become on your own and be something that only I can lead you to be? That's who you want to be. That's who you need to be. He's going to ask you out of your comfort zone to say things out of your comfort zone, to be somebody. He's going to ask you to do something out of your comfort zone. People always say, well, I don't know what God wants me to do. Well, when he does, it's going to scare the tar out of you. I guarantee you. Because he's going to just take a cowboy that never wanted to do anything except punch cows, and he's going to turn them into a preacher. Say, I, I, I'm going to lead you away from Texas, out of the motherland. Go somewhere where you don't want to go, where there's snow and there's ice and there's all sorts of stuff, and start a, start a cowboy church. I, I, that's crazy. I ain't never going to do that. Well, but see, that's what God's going to do. And He's going to do greater things with each of y'all, but you ain't going to do it when you're in your comfort zone because you can't do it on your own. I know you, man. I know you've been making circles in your little old blankie and you've got everything patted down just right and you're comfortable. But it's time to step beyond that. It's time to step out of that comfort zone because if you were honest with yourself, you'll know that that little comfortable spot that you've made for yourself is not fulfilling you. It ain't what you thought it was. Everybody thinks you've got everything together. Everybody thinks that everything's just right. But you know in your heart that it's not. We can't be right with God on our own. We need Jesus Christ. You can't be right with God without Jesus. And you can't find 
what God wants you to do without being led by the Holy Spirit. And you're going to be led out of your comfort zone. The third thing, that you cannot be independent. You know, we're, we're talking about, about uh, cowboy temptations, and one of the greatest temptations is for a cowboy, well, I can do it by myself. Well, I can do it by myself. I don't, I don't need no help. 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 Well, you need help to be made right with God. And that is done through the death of His Son. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life. For the Son of Man didn't come into this world to condemn it, but to save it through Him. Save it through Him. You can't be saved on your own. And you're never going to find your purpose and what you've been looking for, what your heart has been aching for, you will never find that on your own. You must just relax and let God lead you, and He's going to lead you. The first place He's going to lead you is straight out the gate. I remember when it, there's just like this magical time whenever you start cults that you've been in the round pen, and you've been in there for, well, if you, re, if you, if you broke horses with my family, you was in there for like five minutes, and they're like, you ready for the gate to be opened? What? Well, yeah, he looks like he's doing fun. We've made three turns around this thing. Ah, you'll be fine. Kick kick the gate open, and there you go. That's what God's going to do with you. But He's going to be snubbing for you. You ain't by yourself. You can't do this on your own. You can't be made right with God on your own. And and without the Holy Spirit leading you, you, you're not going to be able to find your way. Man, you're going to be like, you know, when when that GPS messes up, you know, turn left here, and you're going to turn, and they're they're not a left turn there. Everybody's trying to find their way, but you can't find it on your own. And I know you, I know you cowboys, man. We'd rather just drive around, look like we know what we're doing than ask directions. But it's time. You ain't never gonna find it. You, you, you're gonna run out of gas. And then that old devil, once you're once you're good and lost, man, that devil's gonna swoop in and lead you, lead you way out of the way of where you're supposed to be. And the third thing is this: you can't be made right with God on your own. You need Jesus Christ. You ain't gonna find your way without the Holy Spirit guiding you. And the third thing, and, this, and maybe this is, is, is the one that's the hardest, is this right here. You ain't going to grow on your own. You weren't meant to do this by yourself. I wasn't meant to do what I do by myself. You know why? I need every one of y'all. Every one of y'all sitting here. Every one of y'all that are watching. Every one of y'all that are listening down in Texas or, or in Colorado Springs or where, wherever the case may be. I need every single one of you, and you need me. And we all need God. We were not meant to do this on our own. Yet what do we do? We become Christians and we say, oh yeah, you know. And then we try to do everything on our own because we don't want anybody to know how much we're struggling. I know you're struggling. I'm struggling. Should have seen me struggling trying to button my britches this morning. Sometimes it may not even be that obvious. But I mean, we all need some help. We all need some help. You need help. I know you do. And you ain't tough by... By putting that smile on your face and puffing out your chest and acting like nothing's wrong. I know something's wrong and so does God. You're not going to grow on your own. Uh, Probably one of the most famous Bible verses, the most famous Bible verses are often the most misquoted Bible verses. You know, I mean, people say, oh, I can can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Well, that, that is true. You can. But you know what that verse means in context is you can be content in any situation. Paul says, I've learned to live when I had everything, and I've learned to live when I had nothing, for I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Okay? 
That's not just one-sided that you can have what you want through Christ. That's not what that means. Another often misquoted Bible verse is Proverbs 27, 17. As iron sharpens iron, so another man sharpens another. You can't do this thing called Christianity by yourself. You need a pard. You need an amigo. You need somebody there to snub for you. You need to be there to snub for somebody else. We weren't meant to do this by ourselves. Even Jesus himself, whenever he went to the Garden of Gethsemane, he took three buddies with him. He said, I don't want to be alone. And then they fell asleep on him. When he sent the disciples out, 72 disciples, he sent out to spread the word of God and tell the good news. What did he do? He sent them out two by two. He could have covered a lot more. He could have covered a lot more by sending them out one by one, but he didn't because he knew that one would stumble and the other one would be there to pick him up, and then that one would stumble and another one would be there to pick him up. And they was going to help each other and give each other advice and, and be there for each other. And that's what we're supposed to do. You weren't meant to do this all by yourself, and you are hurting yourself by not having a part, not having somebody to go to and say, hey, man, I, I'm just going to tell you, man, I, I've been feeling... Fill in the blank. I've been having trouble with this. Or, or, or maybe you just want to share something good. You weren't meant to, sh to hold that good stuff in or the bad stuff in. You need somebody to share that with that knows what you're going through. We were made for relationships. Hebrews 10.24 says, Do not give up, uh, spur each other on towards love and good deeds. Spur each other on towards love and good deeds. It didn't say squat with your spurs on and spur yourself. Okay? We're supposed to spur each other on. Don't make me get my yellow hot shot out. It's been a long time since I hit somebody with a hot shot. I like it. Okay? I, I, there's a little bit of that in me. because, I mean, And if you ain't never been hit with one, come see me. I got one in the car, in the truck. Okay? Don't make me get out my yellow hot shot. It'd be easier if you just listened to what I say instead of me having to get the hot shot after you. Okay? But the point is is that we're not supposed to do this by ourselves. You are not alone. Come talk to me. Man, this, this, this room is filled with people that are going through the same things that you're going through. And yet you think you're all alone. The, the, the rooms that you're filled with watching on the internet, man, you're not alone. You're driving down the road, but you're not alone. We are here for each other. We are supposed to sharpen each other. Now, usually when people use the iron sharpens iron, they want to be the sharpener and tell you what to do, right? Well, you just need to listen to me because iron sharpens iron. Well, it's a duality. One cannot sharpen without being sharpened and vice versa. I sat with Ty for about three hours Friday morning, and, and our, our relationship, we, we've worked together so long now. And, and man, you want to talk about sharp, iron sharpens iron, take a Texas cow puncher and a Montana buckaroo and stick them together. Something's got to happen. And what's happened is God has sharpened both of us through each other. He's been a mentor to me in a lot of areas, and I've been a mentor to him, and we have just helped each other and watched each other grow. We want that for you. You need that with somebody. Make no mistake about it, man. I, I heard something the other day that said, you are the sum of the three people you spend the most time with. Make no mistake. Bad company ruins good character. Be around people that you want to be like. Man, I've got to know a lot of y'all around here, man. I like y'all. I, I like what you stand for and everything. But, but we're supposed to spur each other on. We're supposed to sharpen each other, hold each other accountable. That means both ways. 
You weren't meant to do this alone. And, and one of the first temptations is that, that the devil pulled on Jesus is, is he told him, man, don't wait on God, do it yourself. No, man does not live by bread alone. What's the first thing that God said after He made man? It is not the only thing in all of creation that God said was not good. After He created this, He said it was good. After He created that, He said it was good. After He created this, He said it was good. After He created that, He said it was good. And then He created man, and that was the only thing that He said was not good, was for man to be alone. So He created woman. Now I'm going to have a talk with him about a few of those things. Okay? Just some questions. Just some questions I need some clarification on. Right? He could have made us a little more alike. I could tell who was married just then. And the single one's like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to sit smiling. We're not supposed to be alone. You're not supposed to be independent, cowboy and cowboy girl. You don't have to do this by yourself. And it's not a sign of weakness of saying, man, I, I, I need some help. Maybe it's not with something specific. Man, I just want to come along and I want to learn. I want to ride for God. Show, show me what to do, man. Let's hang out. Let's do some stuff together. I, I'm good with it, man. But let's make sure that we're all going the right way. Let's make sure that, that, we're, that we're being, that we find a mentor, okay? Find you a mentor. Be a mentor. Now, wait a minute. Let me, let me you can't just go up to somebody and go, I'm going to be your mentor, okay? It don't work like that, okay? You got to walk the walk before you can talk the talk, okay? Find you a mentor that can lead you that you know, you don't want to learn from nobody that ain't been bucked off before. Never take advice from somebody who said they've never been thrown. They ain't been riding very long, obviously. Or they've been riding that carousel or something. You wasn't, made to be, you, you wasn't meant to do this alone. You really weren't. Don't let that old devil tempt you into thinking that you're all alone and that, that you don't have to wait on God. Because even Jesus said, man, man does not live on bread alone but by the very words that come out of God's mouth. And here's probably the most important question. Why are you here? You believe in God? Some of you might be saying, well, you know, I, I kind of want to, but I'm not sure. You weren't meant to be alone, folks. And I know there have been a lot of times that you've felt pretty lonely. You ain't going to tell nobody that. But God knows, and I know, that you felt real alone. And you, you, you've been trying real hard, but you've been trying real hard all by yourself. It's time to stop that. Because I said that I had an important question. Why are you here? Do you believe in God? I hope that you say yes. But here's another important question. If you believe in God, why don't you believe in what He says? Why don't you believe in what He says? He's tired of you feeling all alone also. You weren't meant to do it alone. You weren't meant to do it by yourself. He's given us people in our lives that we will help, that will help us. It's never one side. It's always symbiotic. Where are you at today? You feel like you've been out in the desert for 40 days and 40 nights starving to death and then that old devil comes in and wants to offer you a piece of a buttered biscuit. I get it. I get it. But you weren't made to do this alone. You weren't made to be independent. We were meant to depend upon God and depend and help each other. Let us grow stronger by not becoming independent, but dependent upon God, His Word, and the love that we have for each other. We're going to spend eternity together. Might as well learn to get along now. Help each other now. If you're needing something today, quit holding it in. Talk to somebody. Find somebody. Pick up the phone. Call somebody. Maybe it's somebody you ain't talked to in a long time. Maybe you need to make a confession. I don't know what you need, but God does. And He's talking to you about it right now. I pray to God that you'll be dependent upon Him. And listen 
as he guides you out of your comfort zone. Let's go to God in prayer. God, thank you so much for this day. I thank you for everybody that's hearing your message, not mine, yours. God, help me be the first one to make it so. To quit being so independent in this ministry and in my life and in my home. And I pray the same thing for all these cowboys and cowboy girls that are listening. God, help us to follow you out of our comfort zone and to depend upon you, uh, your son, to make us right with you. And we, and we can become right right now through our faith in him. Let us become right with you because you are all we need. We've looked all over this world for things that will fulfill us. And yet, our closets and our garages and our pens are full of things that we thought would make us happy and fulfill us that haven't. Let us trade all of that and seek the Lord with all of our heart, all in our all our soul and all our mind and start loving our neighbors as ourselves. God, thank you for this opportunity and I pray favor on everybody that's here today seeking to follow you. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.